guess what, beautiful people? Acting is the art form of life. And I'm pretty sure I've been studying it my whole life. I'm Ann Purvu. I'm a professional actress and journalist. I love the creative arts. I love learning and I love imparting what I learn from this incredible, collaborative, connective medium. And when you study people for a living and appreciate academics as much as I do, you collect interesting life lessons worth sharing. Things I wish they taught in school. Like how to think, not what to think. Understanding our emotions by accessing and harnessing our inner resources. Finding that personal voice, our spark, and the confidence to share it openly with the world for all of our greatest benefit. So I created Pet Magazine, a digital wellness magazine geared towards inspiring youth to do just that. To put some pep in that daily step and make a mindful, positive lifestyle a priority. Pep Live became the next logical step. Welcome to the Bouncing Up Place, a weekly forum where we engage in meaningful conversations that educate, empower, and elevate. An open, safe space to be who you are, this completely interactive, judgment-free zone recorded every Soul Sunday on my Instagram Live account with anyone that wishes to participate, share, and learn from one another with kindness, sensitivity, and curiosity. You're alive! And you probably feel nervous about it. (laughs) Today we're talking about one of the most universal emotional responses to living life. Not to mention venturing into the unknown. It also happens to be a hugely popular topic of interest for our listeners. So we have compiled a step-by-step breakdown of how to think about nervous energy. What it actually means to channel it. Do you ever get that from people? Channel. Channel. How do you channel, yo? We tell you. And then creating healthy lifestyle habits to make nervous energy work for you. How do you make nervous energy work for you? Are you ready, sparklers? Let's pep life. Thank <laughs> you. 
Toronto. Happy Soul Sunday. Good afternoon, good evening if you're joining us from anywhere else around the world. That was going back to my roots, literally waking us up a little bit. And by we, I mean me, because I need a little bit of a pick-me-up. <laughs> that was um, Gheorghe Zamfir, an incredible Romanian artist. Uh, absolutely love him, and that always makes me happy. And that uh, particular number was called Sirba Lui Pom Pompiero, <clears throat> uh, which is a lot of fun. Uh, I was going to say something else, but I totally... Totally slipped my mind right now, but regardless, good morning, beautiful people. It's so wonderful to have you all here, whether you're joining us on twitch.tv slash thepetmeg, pet live, or on Instagram live here at Ann Purvu. I'm incredibly grateful to have you here today because today we're talking about something really fun. Every Sunday, we have Soul Sunday, uh, a beautiful venue that we've created here, a platform that discusses meaningful um topics related to how we handle, understand, and deal with our emotions. And today is quite an interesting, uh, is going to be quite an interesting conversation because I've already received so much feedback from you guys and it's something that you really want to talk about. We are talking about harnessing nervous energy, taking that little ball of nerves and releasing it out into the world in the most effective, productive, and wonderful ways. And all we are talking about for the next hour is not only how to do that, but when you find yourself in a situation that makes you uncomfortable, how to recognize it, how to uh, harness it, and how to, uh, again, um, feel more comfortable in your own skin. This is all we genuinely talk about here on Soul Sunday, is how to make the best out of whatever comes your way in life. Uh, and uh, creating positive pathways of thinking so that you get to practice it, take it out into your life, uh, and actually benefit from it. So that would make me incredibly happy. Welcome, welcome, welcome. We have people from all over the lovely world saying hello. Hello, Kyle Baxter. I've got Canadian friends in the house. Oh, I've got my German friends in the house. Hello, Love Xan Peru. Hi, sweetheart. Who else do we have here? Frary Light, my lovely Madison BR. Hi, gorgeous Himalayan boy. How's it going? Dutch cup canes. I got my Dutch cup canes. Lucy Bell, how are you, my love? Welcome, welcome, Eduardo. We've got people from Brazil joining us. We've got French friends in the house. We've got Romanian friends in the house. We've got Spanish friends in the house. Emery's Diary, how are you, dearest? Dingle dog. I love you, sweetheart. Um. Ooh, look at all my British friends. I love you all deeply. Absolutely uh, adore you and thank you for being here. Mwah, mwah, mwah. So many lovely British friends in the house today. Um, Cindy Delestein, I've got my American friends in the house. How are you? Um, we've got Belgian friends. We've got friends from Mexico. What's happening, Mexico? Thank you so much for being here. I absolutely adore you guys, uh, and it honestly means the world to me that we continue to grow our community and uh, also talk about meaningful, meaningful things. But without further ado, I really want to be on topic today because you guys have sent me so many lovely ideas, uh, not only in terms of um, what you want to talk about, but also how to cope with nervous energy and stress. And I want to address and I want to make sure that in the next hour we are effective and uh, we genuinely talk about some things. So. I want to start by sharing with you something really interesting that I found online. Um, I usually just, I, I do a lot of reading and a lot of research anyway. People fascinate me and I think about, um, you know, uh, in the line of work that I'm doing, um, learning how to master and harness 
my personal nervous energy, I have a lot of energy, period, but learning how to do that has been a, an incredibly liberating and wonderful uh, tool that I want to share with you all so that you have it in your toolkit, so that you know that no matter what, you can be in control, not just of absolutely any emotion, but especially nervous energy, because it's so tangible for us, you know, like, in life, however we interact with each other, whether you're doing a presentation, whether you're in school, uh, whether you're at work, chances are you're going to be nervous, and you're going to be nervous a lot. But the difference between being nervous and anticipating and having anticipate, uh, uh, you know, being prepared and having anticipation and excitement about what's coming uh, is genuinely the difference between you enjoying your life and being able to harness that energy that's bubbling up inside of you and uh, the opposite of that is just being defeated uh, going down towards anxiety and depression possibly and just again missing an opportunity to grow in any sense you know what I mean so let me read you something from Isaiah, he Isaiah Henkel this guy is phenomenal um, and he's done quite a lot of research uh, this particular article is, is called Five Keys to Dominating Nervous Energy. And I thought that was awesome. Check this out. Um, he says, how you interpret nervous energy determines how it affects you. Okay, guys? If you interpret nervous energy as fear, you're going to be afraid. If you interpret it as attraction or excitement, you're going to be attracted or excited. So... What I love about this and why I wanted to start here is because we should genuinely say that feeling nervous is a natural, normal feeling. It's energy. It's literally, when I was talking about things that are bubbling up inside of you, totally normal, totally fine. There are two ways of interpreting that energy. You can either go towards, again, nervousness, anxiety, and or freezing up and feeling fear. Or you can choose to see it as attraction, excitement, and Isaiah puts it... Uh, very clearly for us here uh, by saying uh, the way to dominate nervous energy is to uh, is to label it so it starts by again your perspective on it how you look at it and how you label it makes a huge difference okay so he says uh, labeling feelings of anger or uh, fear uh, lets you take control, gives you power. So naming whatever that is, is power. Um, you can change your emotional experience by talking about it. This can be done through conversation, self-talk, or journaling. The first step to dominating nervous energy is to name it, and I completely agree. Is to be honest with yourself and say, yo, I'm nervous. <laughs> I am feeling I am feeling something. It, it, you don't even have to articulate it in too much of a specific way, but be honest with yourself in saying, something's going on in here. I'm about to go on stage. Something's going on in here. I could look at it as nerves. I could look at it as anticipation. How you look at it is everything. So step one, label it. Um, he says, very important. Next, in order to channel it, so you now understand that it's normal, that energy is going to be there in anticipation of something. And how do we channel it? He says, number one, of course you're nervous. There are three steps. Of course you're nervous. You're lazy and unprepared. <laughs> Check this out. I love this part. The biggest reason that people get nervous is because they're unprepared. They're afraid to get an, uh, on stage because they don't know enough about the topic they're presenting or they haven't practiced it enough. Unprepared. 
They're afraid to fly because they don't know how much turbulence is normal, when turbulence is likely to happen, or what the mechanical noises during takeoff and landing mean. Unprepared. They're afraid of having a heart attack because they've never had their blood lipid profiles checked or they're not living their life the way that they know they should and don't want to die before getting it right. You get it. You feel unprepared. So, knowledge is power, which is 100% correct, and I believe that with my whole heart. Uh, if you're nervous about something, don't stay nervous, he says. This is Isaiah Henkel, IsaiahHenkel.com. Uh, awesome article. Um, knowledge is power. If you're nervous about something, don't stay nervous. Don't wallow in despair and fear. Take responsibility. Get to work. Research. Prepare. The more you understand the situation and the more you name what's going on, the less nervous you will be. How incredibly wonderful is uh, that knowledge in and of itself. You know what I mean? To understand that, and I truly believe this, you can absolutely do anything that you set your mind to. Whatever you focus on, you create. Yeah, we talk about this a lot on Soul Sunday, my beautiful friends. Um, but essentially, nervous energy comes from, um, and what it boils down to, again, a very natural uh, feeling of uh, being worried about the unknown which is going to come at us in so many different forms on a daily basis, right? We naturally, instinctively fear or are worried about or concerned about what we don't know. And oftentimes that happens when we are too far focused into the future and anticipating based on past experience. So we don't actually know. We don't know the reality of what's going to pan out, uh, which is completely normal, but we are anticipating. So we're using... You know, we're, we're not living in the now, essentially. But what happens is, if you're anticipating and thinking about something, but you don't have enough knowledge to back it up, you don't have enough experience to back it up, you're going to get nervous about that. Because when we're unprepared, we're worried about the unknown, yeah? Hello, Lee1610. Nice to see you, sweetheart. Medici Crown, look at my gorgeous girl here on twitch.tv slash thepetmeg. Um... By the way, this is probably a good time to explain that I'm going to be addressing every single one of your questions in the second half of this uh, lovely hour, but I wanted to give you a foundation of understanding how to harness nervous energy before we actually go ahead and specifically talk about certain situations. So that's why, again, I love this article by IsaiahHenkel.com, uh, from IsaiahHenkel.com by Isaiah Henkel, um, discussing nervous energy and how he breaks it down because I want you to have a really solid foundation of understanding of it, yeah? So again, we have a choice. Nervous energy is totally natural. You feel it coming up. You can either see it as nervousness or you can see it as anticipation and excitement. The choice is yours. And it literally is as simple as that. Um, and the choice gets easier if we are prepared. If we understand that if we're unprepared for something, or don't feel, you know, uh, like we've done enough research, or haven't taken any action to back that research up, right? Sometimes it's not enough to just read something. Sometimes it's not enough to just talk about something, to name it or to label it. You got to go the extra step and actually have the courage to experience it. You know what I mean? And, and feel for yourself or watch the results of a certain action for yourself. That gives you confidence. Let me give you an example. Um... First time I went uh, and took a, an acting workshop, for example, totally terrified, completely terrified. If I would have stayed terrified and gotten, you know, I got some feedback and the feedback was pretty heart shattering because, again, 
you know, the instructor's honest with you and they're telling you the level that you're at. And, you know, if that's, if you can't muster the courage to go back to class the next day or the next week and try again, um, that, those nerves and that fear is going to hold you back from living your best life or reaching your highest potential. And I wish from the bottom of my heart for all of you uh, to find the strength and the courage and see the value in just, even if it means stumbling, in just getting up and trying something getting up and and focusing on it getting up and you know attempting again and again even no matter how many mistakes you make just again and again get up and do get up and do get up and do you know what i mean find that courage and then eventually because what you focus on you create and you always sharpen your skills and get better those nerves and that anticipation with experience and with research and with preparation goes away naturally it ain't even gonna be in your life you're gonna be like what nerves what are you talking about i'm so excited the nerves become excitement, and that's how you channel that energy. The energy is always going to be there. The energy is normal. How you channel it is everything. Now, number two, Isaiah says here, if you're not nervous, you're not doing it right. <laughs> I love this. <laughs> I absolutely love this. When the stakes are high, you're going to get anxious. Why? Again, that, that fear of the unknown, that very natural understanding that we don't know what to anticipate, so we want to do our best. We want to be, be better. We want to, you know, have a positive outcome. We want to be successful. We want to get what we want. We don't just want to, like, throw ourselves to the wolves and uh, cry because we didn't get what we wanted, right? So if you're not nervous, you're not doing it right, Isaiah says. When the stakes are high, you'll get anxious no matter what. Um, a study from the University of British Columbia by T.M. McMillan and S.J. Rockwin um, showed that new paratroopers, new paratrooper trainees, experience the following symptoms prior to jumping out of a plane. So this is all, th these are the different forms of nervous energy that you can experience. So paratroopers, unexperienced pa paratroopers, sweating, dry mouth. Oh, I pressed the wrong thing here and it took me to the wrong place. Here we are, here we are, here we are. Um, sweating, dry mouth, hot face, flushing, pounding heart, and trembling. Um, when I was studying Meisner technique in acting, um, it's actually fascinating because you, you don't really have, a, you know, at the beginning you don't have a script or anything. So you're basically improving. Improv is like, it's very revealing of who you are as a human being because you have no, you know, pre-existing notions of what is going to happen. So um, it's terrifying. <laughs> when you first start doing it, improv is terrifying. But yeah, you would watch people, they'd be sweating. There'd be two people doing an exercise in a class of even eight, and all of us watching them, they're in the spotlight, right? And so they are sweating. You you feel your mouth drying out. You Your face flushes, you know what I mean? You're, you You get hot, your heart starts pounding. It gives you energy. When we're under stress, and this is a very natural reaction of stress. Stress has a negative connotation in our society nowadays, but it doesn't have to. But when we're under stress, our body helps us. Our body gives us more energy, sharpens our senses, uh, makes us more ready to attack or tackle any task that we are nervous about. In fact, if you, are, if you understand the way that the body works and, and this excess, you know, energy that, that literally makes us more able to perform, then you go from being nervous to actually being excited and anticipa anticipatory and being able to channel your energy. 
what we experience when we are under stress is fuel. We, our body just produces our mind and our body just produce more fuel for us to, to execute and to, to be able to do what we want. Yeah. But it was fascinating watching, you know, someone get nervous and you see it sweating, dry mouth, hot face, flushing, pounding heart and trembling. You see it. You can see it in others. And just out of curiosity and exercise for yourself, see how universally true this is. Watch your friends, watch people all around you. It's, it's so much fun to people watch, but you know, if you open your eyes, you'll be so much more aware of what someone's actually experiencing. And those are the ways to interpret uh, nervous energy. Uh, here's the surprising part. Veteran paratroopers. So those were paratroopers that were jumping out of a plane for the very first time experiencing those symptoms. Veteran paratroopers had the exact same experience. Sweating, dry mouth, hot face, flushing, pounding heart, and trembling. But, he says here, um, courageous people are normal people who channel nervous energy better. It's just through experience you learn that all that stuff is normal and you instead of letting it debilitate you, you take that extra sharpening of your senses, that extra boost, and you boom, you use it to your advantage. Um, if you're not anxious before doing something that matters, something is wrong with you, he says, which is hilarious. Um, preparation is important, but it only goes so far. Knowledge and naming will help control your emotional response. They won't help you eliminate the response altogether. So this is why it's very important to channel the energy, to understand that the energy is going to be there, and you, with the power of your mind and intention, can use it. Yeah? The key to dominating negative energy is resetting your expectations. Kablamo! Love this. Absolutely love this. You are going to get nervous. You're going to experience symptoms of psychological arousal. If you fight these symptoms, you're going to fail. If you channel them, you excel. You can achieve absolutely anything that you want and you have the energy to do it. Um, channeling is it into excitement and into a heightened state of awareness is key. You can reverse all of this as well. So if you're not feeling sufficiently energized, if you want to give yourself some energy and a little boost um, to raise the stakes, you can apply social pressure by telling others about it so that they're holding you accountable in some way. So they're giving you, again, you're inducing that energy from your body and your mind. You're putting stress on yourself a little bit to give you more energy to be able to execute and to achieve. Now, step number three here, according to Isaiah, and after this step number three, we're going to go straight into your questions. And uh, a very fun suggestion from my dearest friend, Melissa Malati, on a book that you should all read uh, to help you harness that nervous energy and excitement. And I'm going to tell you that in a minute. But step number three here from Isaiah Henkel, start before you're ready because you'll never be ready. <laughs> I love this. Knowledge, naming, and feeling are not enough, he says. You have to act. Put it into action. Even if you stumble at first, even if you fumble like I was telling you a minute ago, put it into action. Do something with that energy, with energy. You have to act. Preparation and expectation will help you control your nervous energy, but you still have to channel it. And the problem is that most people never channel. They just feel. Isn't that true? That is absolutely true. They'll, they'll feel nervous about something, do absolutely nothing, then applaud themselves when their nervousness finally fades away. Waiting out fear is not a victory. It's a temporary small win, but it doesn't help you grow. Does that make sense? Grow. Does that make sense, guys? Getting through a stressful situation is not a win. The goal is not to survive, it's to thrive. Absolutely love the way he breaks this down. 
The goal is to grow, to experience peak moments again and again. Here's the key. You can't have a peak moment in life without experiencing nervous energy. Stop seeing fear and anxiety as villains. So rewire your expectation to be expectant, to be uh, excited, and to, be, uh, to see it as a fun adventure as opposed to you're about to be put on trial, executed, and uh, taken out the back. <laughs> That's what nervous energy makes you feel like. It makes you feel on the spot. It makes you feedback into yourself almost. You know what I mean? Instead of vectoring your energy out, nervous energy is all focused on me. So instead of, there's all this excess energy, and if I refocus it on myself, I overload my system. It's like boom, 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 overload, 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 and I can't do anything. I paralyze myself. Instead, if I feel this excess energy, which I'll feel anyway, it's normal, and you push it out, you do, you do, even if you mess up. The biggest fear that we have in society, my beautiful friends, and it's so normal, but so many people stop themselves before even trying because they're afraid they're going to fail. They're afraid they're going to make mistakes. And I'm here to tell you from the bottom of my heart, having made a billion trillion mistakes and probably about to make a billion trillion more, um, it's okay. It is better to try something and fail than it is to never try it at all. Always. And I will encourage you from the bottom of my heart to, to see that for yourself. Feeling is not enough. That's what I, I love how Isaiah breaks it down that way. And I think it's so smart. And I think that it is the difference between, you know, everyone says, yeah, yeah, yeah. You talk about channeling energy. Great. How do you channel? You do. You do. And perhaps you fail. You get up. You try again. You do it again. You do it again. You do it again. You apply your energy. You use your energy, you know. Again, feeling the energy perfectly natural. What you do with it and how you see it, nerves or adventure, anticipation and excitement is everything. And this is what we do here on Soul Sunday, my beautiful friends. We teach each other through shared open communication how to actually view and think about our emotions in productive ways. Because our emotions are everything. Our emotions are just energy in motion. We have them all the time. They, they is moving. Whether you like it or not, your emotions are, are doing things with you to you. You can either be in control of your life and learn to harness and channel them, and that only happens through practice and your willingness to show up. Show up and try, so do. Or you can let them have their way with you, and, you know, you, you might end up happy here and there and sometimes, you know, sometimes. But the consistency of happiness and being able to be your very best and being able to grow as a human being, which is what Isaiah was talking about here, only happens through practice and not being afraid to fail. And so with that said, let's see what some of your lovely thoughts. I'm waving to all my beautiful friends here. Hello, hello, hello to all my, my beautiful babes. Um, Cindy Delestine says, taking Soul Sunday outside today on this sunny day. Yes! It's so sunny in Toronto, too. I have to tell you, this energy is unbelievable from the sun. The energy today from the sun. And it makes such a big difference just in terms of energy. Energy. <laughs> giving you perspective and making you feel alive. Uh, and it's been a dreary, dreary spring here in Toronto so far. So it's wonderful to see the sun come out. Thank you for sharing that, Cindy. Fairy Light says, I want to thank you for all of your support this week. I love you, sweetheart. All the time, girlfriend. That's what we are here for. 
and it uh, literally makes my heart so happy to know that um, you know this little community of ours that we've created is making a difference and it's growing and um, some really exciting things are happening in the month of May so super proud of uh, all of you and thank you for showing up and being a part of it Onion Network here on twitch.tv slash pepmag says failing is part of the aim as not doing would be the bigger mistake absolutely thank you so much for pointing that out I think that's such a lovely way to sort of button our discussion you know um, I always I never think of failure as um, a roadblock in a sense it has taken me time to stop thinking of failure as a roadblock that's a much more fair statement to say uh, because I used to be quite a you know a black and white thinker in a way um, I come from a very technical family my my parents are electrical engineers my brother's an electrical engineer there are ways of doing things that are correct and there are ways of doing things that are not and I you know always wanted to be my best and and learn uh, to do things the right way now as I am getting older and as I'm experiencing life I understand that the right way is based on feeling not so much always based on what some what you know the agreed upon you know sent down from generations right way you know I mean we live in a day and age when um, so many options are available to us that we need to be able to rely on ourselves to choose and we need to choose the best things for us and the only way to do that is to start understanding that there is no failure. Truly, it's just a redirection. It's just, oh, that didn't give me the result I wanted. Let me try something, di something different, something else. And again, the luxury that we have in this wonderful world, and if you choose to see it as a luxury, is that there's always another way. There's always another option. There's always something else that you can do. And the key is to do it. Even if you fall flat on your face, do it. Have the courage to fall flat on your face and to notice that. And what happens is if you actually have that courage and you come out the other end, and you will, you will come out and you'll be like, oh, my face is still here. <laughs> I still have a face. It might be a little bit scratched up for a quick second, but that stuff heals. And now I know that if I fall flat on my face, I'm not going to die. The worst thing that's going to happen is that I pick myself back up and now I know not to do that again. And I won't do it again because we never go backwards in life. We always move forward. If we actually take the lessons and we listen um, and we pay attention to life, we grow. It's inevitable. You just got to move forward and do it and you grow. Um, what else am I missing out of here? Hello, dear friends. I am like, I'm doing all the little waves here on in, on uh, Instagram. LoveXan Prabhu says, ah, you are so cute. All good, good morning to you as well, my sweetheart. Aw, Lisanne Muller says, you're an inspiration and a role model for me and my friends, and you remember me at a characters from one of my books. I, and you remind me? I love you, sweetheart. You are wonderful, and I really, really appreciate you. And you know what else I was thinking about this morning? There have been so many lovely, uh, lovelies of you, my, my dear hearts, that have stuck with me from the very beginning of this wonderful journey, which is spanning, you know, over a year now. Uh, of Soul Sundays and of just us having meaningful conversations and and when you see what's about to, to happen and change um, you will see why this means so much to me but right now I want to say a humongous thank you for those of you that have stayed with me from the very beginning and you know who you are because it means the world to me it means the world to me how far we've come it means the world to me that you continue to engage in this community um, and uh, and you make it all happen so I adore you and I love you and you, you mean a lot. It means a lot. And if I don't say it enough, 
I'm going to say it now because I love you all dearly. Mwah. Um, keep waving to all my beautiful friends here. Oh, my God. Look how many lovelies. Um, right now, I think would be a really, really good time since I noticed that um, there's a lot of you that have questions. And I want to make sure we have enough time to address all of your questions and talk specifics now. Now that we have a foundation about how to harness nervous energy and you know that it's completely in your power, I'm saying hi to all these beautiful folks here. Um, I want to tackle some of your questions and, and specific situations which I asked you uh, about and you sent me so many lovely notes and questions through Instagram and Twitter. Um, first and foremost, I want to take a moment uh, to tell you uh, a very lovely suggestion from my dear friend Melissa Milotti who, uh, by the way, if you've been watching some of our, uh, our new venture in the last month has been Tea Time with Ann and Mel, and, um, and she has been uh, my lovely partner in crime. She'll continue to be my lovely partner in crime, and she had an amazing suggestion for today and for today's topic. Uh, she used to work for, uh, you know, she, she's a, an avid reader like myself, um, and, um, she had stumbled upon a book called Mind Over Mood, which is amazing. Mind Over Mood, everyone. If you have a second to read it, go for it. You can find it online, um, probably on Amazon.com. Um, she says it's basically CBT theory. It was a bestseller at Chapters for many years, so I think you'd love it. Uh, it teaches you how to talk yourself out of anxiety and see how your thoughts might be skewed out of fear. Um... So, if you have a second, mind over mood. Look it up, buy it, take a peek, and let's see uh, if you find it helpful in any way. Because what I love is, um, again, having conversations is really important, but having something tangible, having something in your hand um, makes a huge difference in terms of helping you follow through with these techniques and ideas into your life. That is all that matters. Practice is everything. And the way we practice is actually getting out there, getting our hands dirty, and doing it. Trying these things that we're talking about. Talking is wonderful. Talking is the first step, but it's only one step. we got to move forward, and we got to try. And if we fail and stumble and learn, and perhaps you come back here the next week and you tell us a technique that we hadn't even thought about that you know that's meaningful and works for you and you've discovered. Life is an adventure. Life is a learning adventure and discovery, a constant journey. And we all need to help each other out and support each other uh, in terms of what works and what doesn't and celebrate each other's successes when we can. So I want to celebrate with all of you. And I want you to actually take some of these techniques and try them out in your life. Okay, friends? Uh, and right now we just thought about, we, we literally just discussed how to think, not what to think, how to think about all of this, about nervous energy, yeah? Let's look at some specifics. Love XN Purvis sends me on Instagram. Um, how nervous energy affects her. She says, once we are charged with enough energy, we are no longer nervous when we think of our goal. But on the contrary, the positive force then catches us and we stand there calm and relaxed and powerful. Yes, my sister. We do not remember what nervousness is and then it can only be enjoyed. So she's basically discussing the power of understanding the difference between nervousness and anticipation, excitement. That is exactly when we can be calm and relaxed and powerful, when we know that all we're experiencing is just an excess of energy that is now at our disposal, tangible, right up in here, right up at our fingertips, ready to shoot out into the world and send out our sparkly energy, yeah? 
Um, and then to be enjoyed, she says. Whenever I'm nervous, it helps me to think positive things. What should? What is the worst thing that could happen? Of course, everyone is excited and nervous, for example, before a presentation. That's totally normal. But being nervous is what drives us in the end and turns everything for the better. Thank you, my sweet girl. Your uh, English is perfect. Um, Isabel's from Germany. And so she wrote a little thing here. <laughs> She's like, my... Sorry, I wrote everything in German and translated it on Google. Sitha, it came through perfectly. Thank you for those wonderful thoughts. I really, really appreciate you. And she also says here, I was so nervous yesterday because I had my first lifeguard. I was very afraid of doing things wrong, but then I realized that I was there to learn. And it was amazing. Yes, my beautiful. And look at this incredible way. Um, this is a tangible, like usable example. Before I went and had this lifeguard exam experience, I was nervous. I felt energy. Then she says I was afraid. She was honest with herself. She labeled it. She noticed it. She didn't pretend like it wasn't happening. She didn't pretend like the emotion that she was feeling wasn't nervousness or fear. It's okay to be afraid. One of the things that I think we don't talk about enough in our society is that these negative feelings that we're feeling, the negative energy, is a perfectly normal response to the unknown perfectly fine that you're afraid of something it's not a bad thing but if you pretend like it doesn't exist that's when it can become a negative influence in your life because anything that we are afraid of and shove down we amplify our focus to it amplifies it so if we don't look at it and say hey fear I see you this boogeyman that's just growing and growing and growing and growing is going to just Take over you as opposed to you learning how to harness and use that energy and through practice shooting it all out into the world and making a big difference and doing what you actually want and what you set your mind to. Yeah, so look at this beautiful girl. I was very afraid, she said, so she's honest with herself of doing things wrong. And that's okay. That's perfectly normal. You know why you're afraid of doing things wrong? Because you want to do your best. That's the only reason you're ever afraid of doing something wrong. And I'm so guilty of that. You know, I want to give my best. I, I, it comes from a really good place of love where you say, I want, you know, my friends and family and the people that I am impact and affect to get the best of me. And when I feel like I couldn't give the best of me, I'm bummed. I'm sad. Uh, I am afraid. Uh, and that's perfectly normal and fine. But then she says, you got to take that energy. You got to feel that. You got to acknowledge that you're feeling that. And then use it. And she says, I realized that I was there to learn. Isn't that amazing? Everyone has to start somewhere. There's a first time for everything. So of course you're not going to be an expert lifeguard the first time you go in for the test or the first time you go in and try it. You're not going to be a good swimmer. You're not going to be a good anything the first time you do it, most likely. And some people get very lucky and that's their gift and their talent and they're going to be really good at it. And that's great. But they're going to be not so good at other things either, right? So just understand that it's perfectly normal. Everyone starts somewhere. And wherever you start is the bouncing up place for wherever you're going. So just keep going. Keep going and take that bounce. Take that energy instead of letting it debilitate you, feeling nervous. Do what my lovely Love XN Peru here says and know that you're there to learn. And you know what? This can apply to absolutely any situation in life. We are all there to learn. Always. So if we stop pretending that we have all the answers always and if we open our mind to anything that anyone else has to offer... Everything is a beautiful, every interaction you have with everyone, every relationship you have with everyone is a learning experience. 
I love that about acting. That is my personal approach towards people. I love meeting new people. I love learning how their mind works and how things, you know, genuinely progress and how their thought processes work. It is so essential to know that you can learn something from everything. So good on you, sister, for being so young, so beautiful, and so wise, and knowing that. And she says it was amazing. And that's the difference between having an amazing experience at something that you're trying for the first time and being completely terrified and debilitated and paralyzed and never trying that thing again. <laughs> because you let the fear grow. I'll give you another example. I went skiing one time with a bunch of friends and I hadn't been skiing, and this is a couple years back, I hadn't been skiing in a very long time. So I was renting boots and the boots felt really good, you know, uh, but turns out as I get to the very top of the highest mountain, because that's just how I do, uh, I realize they are one size way too big. So my ankles are swimming. They are not protected. They're not good. I am terrified. Of course, I went to the highest peak of the mountain. How the heck am I going to get down? And I went, you know how? I'm just going to go. I'm just going to do it. I mean, I don't encourage you necessarily taking the same steps. I thought my legs were going to break. I was terrified, but I went. I went down. I skied my way all the way down. I probably lost half my body weight in sweat because I was, again, experiencing nervous energy. But you know what? I chose to do it anyway. And by the time I got to the bottom of the hill, I went straight to the office. I exchanged my boots and I went right back up. You know why? Because I didn't want to be afraid. Because I knew that experience that was genuinely frightening at different points, and I was honest with myself, I knew that if I wasn't going to get back up on that hill, I would have had some kind of built-up fear or complex in my head, possibly the next time that would have kept me from skiing. I didn't want that. That's just me. And this is a very personal example, but you can do that too. You know, don't let fear take over. Take charge of that nervous energy, that fearful energy, bite it right in the bum and show it who you are and what you can do. <laughs> That's how you channel it. You get right back up and try again. Excellent. Uh, let's see now. Who else has sent me beautiful thoughts? Uh, Kalem TM says, Hi, Anne. My name is Kaylee. Hi, beautiful. I'm going to college in the fall and I'm nervous about making new friends. I won't know a lot of people, but I already have a roommate at least. But I've heard a lot of stories about people struggling to make friends in their first year and I'm scared That'll happen to me. What are your thoughts? And she said, thank you for being so inspirational. Love you, Kaylee. Listen here, sister. I think this is such a beautiful question. And, and it probably applies to so many of my young viewers uh, and beautiful friends all over the world. doesn't matter where you are in the world. If you're going to a new college uh, and she's going to college in the fall, uh, you're, anything new, again, whatever you're trying for the first time is going to be nerve-wracking. Like Isaiah was talking about earlier if you're not nervous, you're not doing it right. It's like you're not alive. Nervous energy is completely normal. You're going to feel something about it, right? She's nervous that she won't know a lot of people. But she says she already has a roommate, so that's fantastic. Um, I've heard a lot of stories about people struggling to make friends in their first year. I love you. And she's scared about that. The most... When we are about to embark on something new for the first time and we haven't experiencing it, chances are, which you're very smart at doing, my sweetheart, you're going to do your research. And this is part one. This is very good, uh, is a very good active step in taking charge of your nervous energy and using it and channeling it and being prepared. Now, what's lovely to note here in, in the way that you're wording uh, 
your wording is very telling. It's also very important. You know, the way that people speak tells us who they are in many ways. And what I love about how you express yourself is that you've done the research, so you're doing the legwork. You are feeling the nervous energy, which is perfectly normal, and you're worried and you're trying to be prepared. So you're actively taking steps to harnessing that. Kudos to you. You're amazing. Now you're, unfortunately, through that research, what you're coming across is a lot of stories about other people struggling. So what happens is, inevitably, as we do our research, uh, because we have no other point of reference, so we've never experienced it ourselves, we're going to take other people's word at face value for granted. And we're going to say, and if other people have struggled, and generally in society, the stories that you're going to be hearing from other people are usually... Um, things to look out for, things to be worried about, things to be, you know, to take care and make sure that you learn from other people's mistakes. Um, so oftentimes when we do the research, we're going to come across other people's struggles. Now, important to understand is that those are just stories, okay? Those are other people's experiences. That doesn't mean that your experience is going to be that. Even so, kudos to you for doing the research. It's freaking amazing. Is it possible that you're going to struggle? Yes. Now, does that have to be, does someone else's experience and other people's struggles need to be yours? Absolutely not. So what I want you to take away from this is that um, it's so wonderful to be prepared and it's so good to do your research and hear other people's stories. But all that is, is just other people's stories. So for you and for your peace of mind, know that that's a possibility, but it might not be your outcome. And know that whatever you make of an experience is what your experience is going to be. So you can make the most of this and choose to see it as a struggle, potentially making new friends. Or you can say, what an amazing adventure I'm about to embark on and let me see who's going to come on board with me and what we're going to accomplish and achieve. And that attitude, sweetheart, uh, Thinking about the anticipation of meeting new people, which is inevitable. When you go to a new school, you're going you're gonna to make friends eventually. It's, and, and new experiences are going to draw new people into your life. It's inevitable. All of that is going to happen anyway. So to be worried about potential struggles is just a mirage. It's something that's not real. It's, not, it's you not living in the now. Um, and just so you understand that doing research is amazing, but having your own personal experience is so much more important. And just because something happened to other people doesn't mean that it's going to happen to you or that it even has to happen to you. Be honest with who you are. You're a lovely human being. You express yourself with such eloquence and charm. You're going to make friends no problem. Uh, and if you... And the other piece that I want to give you is, again, what we focus on, we create for ourselves in life, right? And if you ever read anything about the law of attraction, you know that um, if you're worried about something, chances are you're going to be attract. You're putting a light, you're shining a light on that, so you're attracting that into your life. So don't worry. Think you are going to be fine. Think about the positive outcome. Focus on the positive outcome, which is you making new friends, which is going to be inevitable anyway. And that's what you will attract. It's the way the universe works. You know? Uh, there's only inclusion. There is no exclusion. So what you think about is actually really, really powerful. It's really important. So think about how awesome you are, how far you've come in your development, and 
inevitably you're going to make new friends because you're a lovely human being. So that's what truly matters. Don't worry. It's going to be great. You're going to be great. And I cannot wait to see what you do with that. So you're going to this whatever energy you're feeling, nervousness, fear, it's good. It's perfect. Know that you have a choice to either be nervous about something or to see it as an adventure. I encourage you from the bottom of my heart not to anticipate struggles in making new friends, but to be excited about the new people and the new experiences that you're going to have in the next four years at college. Love you so much. What else did we have here that I thought was really lovely? Ooh, Alfred Ramsey actually sent me a really wonderful relaxation technique, uh, a note about what, um, what could be helpful in a moment of, when you find yourself in a moment of anxiety or panic, this is how you take charge of it and control it. I loved this, Alfred. It's always important to breathe. Without breathing, our lives don't exist, he says. And he's writing us all the way from India. Uh, the breath of life can heal us. Whenever we are tensed and nervous, we fail to breathe. We need to breathe deep and slowly. Second, start acknowledging things around rather than thinking about the situation. How lovely is this? When you, have, when you find yourself in the throes of something troubling, letting go of the trouble and actually just breathing and acknowledging things around you and your own body calms you down. It takes the focus away from the problem, which leaves and makes room for the solution to come right into your head. If, if you focus on a problem, you amplify it. If you learn to breathe, let go of the problem and make room for the answer to come, the answer comes faster. That's what Alfred is talking about here. So he continues to say, feel your fingertips and fingers and toes, feel your body, feel things around you, like feel your chair you're sitting on, feel the clothes, your shoes, the equipment on your desk, also, the Japanese have a technique. Each finger on the right hand, especially the ring finger, is related to anxiety. Oh, I did not know that. The finger on the right hand, the ring finger on the right hand is related to anxiety. Take your left hand and wrap it around each finger of the right. Uh, oh, this is very cool. Hand, as if you're holding the handle of a bicycle and press it for a minute. So, I'm assuming... This is what you mean. Right hand, take the left, press the ring finger. Do that especially with the ring finger and it reduces anxiety. Alfred, I had no idea about this Japanese technique, but I promise you I'm going to test it out and we'll talk about it next week. Thank you so much for sharing that. You are an absolute gem. Um, who else has sent me lovely thoughts? Um, a lot of you were talking about exams. A lot of you had an exam. Lucy Bell said, when I have netball camp uh, and when I have my, three, my S3 exam in the third year, that's what she's nervous about. Rain2005 says she's nervous about June 1st. I have a huge exam that will determine which high school I can go to. My sweetheart. Um, and in school, uh, WTH Kara says she's nervous about school. And I think that what we talked about, you know, a lot of you guys are going through... Um, it means a lot to you as you participate in society to be, um, at the end of your school experience, you know, to have a job, to be able to contribute, to be able to then, you know, we equate school to our setting us up for the rest of our future in many ways. And so we tend to put a lot of pressure on exams. We tend on performance 
And, you know, the school system does actually encourage that kind of labeling of our skill. So to help you in a way, to help set you up to understand different levels of skill, that's how I would look at school. School is one way of measuring knowledge. Any exam is just one exam, one way of measuring your knowledge about a certain subject. And if we learn how to not necessarily compare ourselves to the rest, which inevitably in school we have to, we get a mark and then it's on a scale of, you know, one, one out of a hundred and, uh, and oftentimes or whatever, whatever uh, you know, uh, system you guys have in your schools all around the world. Um, but, you know, here in North America, you might get a mark out of a hundred, for example, 80%, 90%. Um, and that mark really does determine, you know, where you can apply, what other schools you can apply to in the future, where you're going to go. And to release some of that pressure from yourself, um, it's, it's vital. It's really, really important to understand that, again, no matter what, there's always another way. So school and that exam is only going to be a part of the knowledge that you have acquired from the schooling experience. Do you understand what I'm saying? My dad used to say something that I never forgot. And he was quite academic in school and I was always encouraged to be very academic and to try, to apply myself. And, um, and, and I encourage you to do the exact same. He used to say, no matter what, it's not, school is not about what you do in school always. It's what you take away from school. It's the knowledge that you take away from that experience. So if you learn, this is how you diffuse the pressure for yourself immediately. This is what helped me as an actress understand when I felt those eyeballs watching me in an audition room or when you're on set and everyone's just looking to you. They're not looking to you. They're looking how you can enhance the, the, you know, the story that you're trying to tell. When you stop making it about yourself and you understand that you're a part of a much larger, you're a cog in a much larger wheel. When you understand that the only reason you're in school is so that you can then take whatever you learn from school and apply it in society to the best of your personal ability, that's when you become successful. And that's when the pressure is off. Because it's not just about eyeballs on your performance right now, zero in. That's what it feels like when you're in it, on this exam, on this part of this, on this part of that. You always have a chance to share what you learn into society no matter what. So, don't think about, you know, don't put all the eyeballs on you. Don't put all the pressure on you on that one exam, on that one, you know, schooling experience. Know that there's always something else you can do. Know, it, know that it's not about you. It's about what you do with that energy. It's about what you do with that knowledge into society later on. And you always have an opportunity to do more and um, try again, yeah? So, take that pressure off that exact exam. Be clear, be relaxed, be open. Know that you've worked, rest on the fact that you have worked hard throughout the entire year to learn and that that knowledge and the knowledge that you resonate with and that matters to you is going to stick with you and that you can always enhance that knowledge and, and go back to school and try something else, take another course. You know, there's so many options in society nowadays. So there's never just one chance and you're done and you're out. If you look at it that way, if you choose to look at it that way, you are going to feed back energy into yourself. You're going to be so nervous about it, right? 
if you put too much pressure on one thing. There's never just one thing. There's always many options for you to explore and dabble in life. So calm, do the best that you possibly can in every situation. Apply yourself. Try. Get back up when you make a mistake and try again. Get back up and try again. Work as hard as you possibly can and you will see results. It's inevitable. I promise you. Mwah. Love all my beautiful friends that are having struggles in school. Uh, Goddess.Kaylee says, stay strong. Things will get better. I lost someone too, so I know what you're going through. And Shirley, I love you, Shirley. This is in response to Shirley, Shirley Barnable. Thank you for your beautiful note. And thank you for being here today. It means the world to me. Um, and in many ways, you know, I think about, when I think about loss in general, um, it's going, it's, it's a tough transition. And, and if we learn to look at these, these really tough periods in our life as transition periods, as, as, um, areas of, you know, truly new beginnings for us in a way, new beginnings of, of life, you know, everything is going to be different and different is okay. And, and it is a new chapter and it's not, you know, obviously the chapter that we necessarily want, but it is a new chapter. It's a new opportunity and it's a new, um, a beginning in so many ways. And I send you so much strength and love to know that you can get through it. And I cannot wait to see what life brings your way moving forward. Um, you know, realizations about yourself and new joys that right now you can't even really think about or comprehend, but they'll come, you know? It's just new. Um, it's not easy, especially when you lose someone close to you. It's not easy to see it as a transition, but if you see it as, you know, the beginning of a new chapter and you honor that experience that you had with that loved one, and you remember them, and you know that they will be a part of you forever regardless. Um, and that's all that actually matters. That's how we take that energy and that pain that we are experiencing, and we move forward. We survive. We thrive. We move forward. We survive. We thrive. Because that's what our loved ones would want us to do. I love you from the bottom of my heart and sending you so much love and strength. And we're all here for you. Always. Um, Emery's Diary says, Unfortunately, I've always been a very nervous person, and sometimes it's hard to handle it. <laughs> and it's so lovely that you acknowledge that, sweetheart. Acknowledging how you handle yourself is key. And we talked about that earlier in this hour. And the fact that you know that about yourself is exactly why you're going to learn how to harness it. You just have to practice. Know that you're in charge. Know that you can handle your own emotions. And you just have to get back up and try again. Get back up and try again. Um, Kyle Baxter says, being nervous is a tough deal, but we always find a way to get back and, uh, and beat that nervous energy. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. All oh, my beautiful friends here, I'm waving to you all. Me uh, Megan dot underscore de Medici says, knowing what's wrong is one step closer to knowing what the, what the cure is. Yes, if you don't identify the problem, how do you know what solution you're looking for? Isn't that a lovely way of looking at it? My God, they're giving me two minutes here on Instagram. I cannot believe it. Let's see if I'm missing. I told you I had way too many exciting things to tell you about this topic. We might even be bringing her back next week uh, and addressing some of these comments that you guys have here. But I'm really happy we talked about school because a lot of you guys were, uh, were worried about exams and nervous about exams. 
I think this would be a really good time to just sort of tell you that whenever you find yourself um, worried about anything, you know, worry is a thought process that genuinely, oops, why did I do that? Huh? I'm waving at too many people and pressing buttons. Um, worry is you thinking about the future and the unknown in an unproductive way in so many ways. I've learned this, again, you're not, just because you can identify it doesn't mean it's easy to overcome, but if you can find ways to remind yourself, and just like Alfred Ramsey was telling us about breath, bringing it back to the now, understand that fear is worry about the future that hasn't happened and that you can have a hand in the future that will happen always. So you don't have to worry about it. Just come back to the now and know that you're strong and powerful and that what you focus on you create. So don't worry about the problem. Don't think about the problem. Know that the solution and the problem are two ends of, an, of a stick and that if you focus on the solution, you will find it. If you keep calm and relax you, with a clarity, you will always find clarity to move forward. You know what I mean? And, and the nerves won't defeat you. But remember that, again, nervous energy is normal. If you are not nervous, you're not alive. Energy is normal. Emotions and feeling emotions is not your enemy. It's actually your bestest friend. And using that energy is completely in your power. Thank you from the bottom of my heart here on Instagram Friends for joining us for Soul Sunday, and I'll see you next Sunday. Mwah! Bye! To find us on all socials, we are at PetMag, at P-E-P-M-A-G, and of course, Anne Pervu, at A-N-N-P-I-R-V-U, on all social, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. All the best!